So the Open Championship wrapped up yesterday. Uh, Brian Harmon, a worthy champion. But Great. a conflict of interest. There's conflict of interest between, and that's the theme of the show today, between PGA, or excuse me, between NBC Sports, the broadcaster, we're using them to, as representative of all golf broadcasting, and the, the sport itself, so pro golf itself. Inherent conflict of interest. And what do we mean by that, Dark Star? Well, they need superstars, and they keep hyping guys on the broadcast. On the broadcast, and they hate the guys like Brian Harmon. So NBC has switched over to USA. They got rid of the NBC Sports Network. Their coverage on Thursday and Friday, where they really have a captive audience, there's no other sports going on, mm -hmm. okay? And they turned it into a featured group coverage where they showed Rory, Rory, and then they showed McElroy. <laughs> <laughs> it was pathetic as far as I'm concerned. Now, Rory Fowler. Rory Fowler. I didn't get to see a lot of the coverage, obviously, you know, working and all. But the conflict, of course, is they're trying to script a product. They're trying, they're trying to script a narrative to create a product that has some value. And, and they're, yeah. I think they're failing, yeah. as, as we've said a million times. Um, so that, that's the first point. They're, they're, their coverage, again, is awful. They show a feature group format when they have a captive audience. And in between, the fluff pieces, just, they just want to make you turn off the TV. So nobody, but the other thing is I was saying, nobody watches live. Because I'm going to fast forward through the fluff pieces. And I'm going to fast forward. I just want to see golf. Yeah, a lot of people do that. I, I, there's probably a stat out there. But the, it, what we're saying is it's the, uh, there's a built-in now because of the, the death of broadcast media, of scripted media, really, worldwide, film, TV, sports, all of it is going off a cliff. We've said it a million times. But here in the Open Championship, we're going to pick on that element of it. it. It was on full display. So you have a little guy that hasn't won much as far as broadcasters are concerned, Brian Harmon, who turned in a really magnificent performance. But it was a runaway win because he held on and he didn't break. He, he, he No cracks. And that's interesting to golf fans like us, we just want to see Harmon play the course. But, you know, there was this collective sigh. <laughs> what a bummer this broadcast is. And it may show up in their ratings. Uh, we'll see those, I guess, this week. Uh, that, we had, that we didn't have Rory. We didn't have a story. We certainly don't have Tiger Woods winning. We don't have a Phil Mickelson. We don't have a Rory McIlroy. We didn't have a Scotty Scheffler. We didn't have a John Rahm. John Rahm might have been just almost as big a story as Rory, not quite, because he's not from there. But Rory or uh, some of the other locals, Fleetwood comes to mind. Jordan was there. Uh, you know, any of those guys would have been a, some kind of story for the broadcaster. But what does it mean? We can all agree that there's a conflict. Uh, what does it mean, though, for the sport and how it's positioned when – the broadcaster who shows the darn thing wants one thing and the fans and the players want something else. I mean, they want the same guy to win all the time. And yeah, they, they want that's to, not going to happen, but they're going to manipulate it. They're going to try. try, but they're, you know, well, first of all, props to Brian Harmon because, you know, his ability to maintain that mental composure for the, the whole round, especially the whole Sunday round was, was incredible. Mm -hmm. He, he'd never, there was no chinks in his armor. And as you mentioned, Tommy Fleetwood, he would have been a great local story. And they talk about his putter. Well, his putter always leaves him on the weekend during a major. I wish somebody would fix that because I like Tommy Fleetwood. He's a good short. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. That's all true. Let's kind of uh, weave our way into a related element of this, of this story that we're telling. 
which is because the broadcasters, and this is why you're seeing the crummy coverage that you're seeing, okay? Uh, because they want to, ideally they would sit down and write it out like a movie. That's what they'd like to do. Now they right. know they can't, but as much as they can try, they will promote those players and they'll show those guys on the broadcast and they'll talk about those guys. So related to that is underhyped, overhyped. Let's go right there. I like that from, from uh, Show Prep, the podcast. You should get that. Uh, on the podcast, we went into great details because that's where we're doing our show prep and it's available as our podcast, our audio podcast. Um, Underhyped, under, under overhyped. Max Homa, overhyped. Roy McIlroy, overhyped, meaning they're not living up to the hype, even though the media is trying desperately to get him there. One of the guys that we know is on equilibrium, let's call it. He's got the right amount of hype for his game, John Rahm. John Rahm, yeah. But he's the only guy. Maybe Scheffler, because they don't really overhype him much, as much. And maybe he's performing uh, you know, in line with his well, He's performing his in line with Rahm. Uh, but Fowler, Homa, who else? I mean, there's a whole bunch of them. Uh, Fleetwood this week. Um, yeah. Who well, else in your Ma- mind? I, you know, I, I just want to talk about Max Homa because I know we're on a limited time schedule. It's going to be a quick episode today. Yeah. Um, you know, th- there was the one comment like Max Homa's got the game to win a major, maybe win multiple majors. I don't see it. Okay. But this is the concept of they're scripting it. They want him to be a superstar because he's great on social media. The problem is they have a show that has cameras and is live. And when I see him live, I don't see the personality that's going to take him or NBC or golf to the next level. I think they need to choose somebody else. And and Max Homa's a great player. I like Max Homa. But I think he's in a lot. I think he may be in a lot of trouble because he's so overhyped. He's probably feeling a lot of pressure. Obviously, at the U.S. Open in his backyard, I don't think he made the cut. I can't remember, but, you know. So the point is, when you talk about overhyping somebody who's not ready to be hyped, they may be even cutting their own throat, slitting their own throat more because you're you're hurting these players that have a chance to be somebody. Yes, and I think that the the outcome of this topic, as far as we'll present it to you, is that having this inherent conflict between what the broadcaster wants and what the golf tour actually needs and is healthiest doing is not hyping certain guys because you think they can move the needle for ratings, but instead hyping the game itself. The competition is what should be hyped, but that's not what they're doing. And maybe they're right from a ratings point of view. I would hope that they're wrong and I could argue that they're wrong, but that's what they're doing. And Therefore, it shows up in lots of ways. So it puts a lot of pressure on a guy like Homa, puts a lot of pressure on a guy like McElroy, who's under intense pressure to win the Masters, for sure. Uh, maybe even a Jordan Spieth might own up to saying, yeah, I feel a little pressured. I don't think so for Jordan Spieth. I think it's just a technical thing well, in his game. But it could be. But you know, it shows up in lots of areas. And Well, it shows up mostly what I see in the change of the course setups, where it's designed for the bomber. No rough bulletproof fairways. They, they've yeah. altered the game. Brian Harmon's putting has always been good, but it was off the planet, and it should have been hyped a well, lot more how great of a putter he yeah, was, I, and, I, and it wasn't. They fully agree, and on the podcast, we make this point, which is putting is not sexy right. from a ratings point of view, and I will argue, not today fully, but I'll give you a tidbit of the argument, which is, Anybody can do it. You, anybody can put a ball on a green and hit it with a putter, and then sometimes it even goes in. And, but at least it's making an effort. So 
unconsciously, we all as players, even occasional players who aren't any good at it, can, you know, they're not as impressed about the putting as they are about hitting it a long way because hitting it 300 yards in the air, all carry, is only, only belongs to a few people and most golfers cannot do that. So therefore, they like to watch that. So NBC not being stupid about ratings, at least, they, they think that that's the product to put on. Now, I would argue against that, but because you, you're not going to get bombed. There's a whole lot of reasons that I would say to NBC, you're not going to get bombers. You're not going to get bombers with personalities. There's only so many Kepkas and DeChambeaus, and they're now gone on another tour, so you don't even have them under your TV deal. Yeah, Rory hits it forever, but he's just one guy, and here's where we're at. You know, you need to find a different formula. And But this conflict goes into course setup, which is, I think, an excellent right. point. Excellent. But different from pressure on the players. You can imagine a TV producer seeing somebody at dinner the night before going, hey, we could, we could really use you to step up tomorrow yeah. <laughs> you know, for the rating. I am sure that that message gets around. Yeah. Even, and the tour well, itself might be delivering. The PGA Tour might be delivering And here's back to my original point, which to bring this full circle, that whole concept of featured groups and the Rory McIlroy's in these featured groups – they're also cutting costs by just showing a limited number of, you know, having a camera follow one guy around mm-hmm. like they do, moving the track man from green to green on Thursday and Friday. And it's just, it, it hurts them to the true golf fan that I'm not seeing what I really want to see. I agree. Well, um, I'll make this point on the way out. Um, and if we need to c- comment here, and if we, if there's a lot of energy for this topic, we'll get back to it because we put it like an hour into the podcast, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot more there on this exact topic. How do you want to get out of the episode? Like, what's your primary point? The last point about Brian Harmon, what a great victory because you know you have maybe eight chances to win a major. You took advantage of it, and that's a great, that's, that's a great thing. His one major, in my opinion, equals Roy's four because of the physicality of the two players. Athletic achievement, level of athletic achievement. Okay, Mike, my final point for today in this conflict of interest and how how to understand it as a fan and maybe for the broadcasters to take a lesson here and maybe fix the product because we'd all like to have a better broadcast. Um, Augusta, the Masters, who is the star every year at Augusta? The course. The co- absolutely exactly the golf course is the star and you can predict and manage the heck out of that and then you have evolving stories about how any particular player it doesn't matter if it's a Harmon or it certainly is better if it's a Rory and there's a story there of him trying to complete the grand so of course that's going to be bigger but or Rom winning for the first time or DJ winning for the first yes that's better but even when a Patrick Reed wins it's still a great tournament and nobody is turned off by it because the course is the star and I would go to the next point and say yeah if you pick golf courses that are not the stars if they're just bomb and gouge and they're all generic vanilla boring golf courses then you're hurting your broadcast big time and then if you make because of that you make the competition very very vanilla it's just who hits it far who hits it on the green Mm -hmm. there's nothing much to watch so if you gotta you have to if you're gonna hype something to make a story you gotta hype the golf course then you got to hype the competition and the last ingredient, not the first ingredient. The last ingredient is the star element. That's the right. last thing to think about. So the great thing about the open championship, what happened to when the greens were rock hard and the ball would roll all of a sudden it looks like they're going to hit a great shot and then it would roll off into some yeah. chasm or some, uh, some coffin bunker. I didn't see that this year. The greens no, were slow no, and receptive because of the wet. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, but still, the green should have been a lot faster. Yeah, you would. I think even I mean, St. Do Andrews. You, do we have to worry about burning out a green in Scotland? No. Okay. I, I, point, yeah, that's my fans point. in Scotland, please let us know. Uh, if it, I think you can have a hard and firm golf course over there, even if it is raining. Yeah. Um, but but to to our top point, then we're going to go. If it is it, certainly NBC and the PGA Tour, it's not their event. RNA. Who right. does soft conditions benefit the most? Out of the star players, I ask you, Dark Star, um, who would that be? Somebody from Northern Ireland. Little guy, I can little picture guy. his face. Hits it a long way. He does hit it a <laughs> long way in the air. I think he won a major about nine years ago. He's won a few, <laughs> ten years ago, and older than that. Yeah, yeah this anyway. guy, uh, yeah, Rory Fowler. Oh, the slow. This greens. guy, Rory McIlroy, hits it forever in the air. I mean, he's in the top one percent of players, two percent. So if you make the course setup soft. You are helping yeah. him now, uh, yeah. um, among all others because not only does he hit it far, but he hits it high and far. But, and maybe Rom has a similar carry distance, but only a couple of few guys have that. And by the way, let me get this and in. And the guys that also have that aren't any good. I know. We, I got to get this in about Rory. I, you know, I like 100. Rory. I like Rory. I think he's a great player. I think it's a little bit of a disservice to Rory himself, like when they moved up the times at the Scottish Open so he didn't have to play in the wind when he was leading. They are kind of setting things up for, and this is not Rory. Rory has nothing to do with this, by the way. So let's not get too. I like Rory. No, let's not get too. No need to bash down him. on Rory. We're bashing not, the network. We're bashing the network. We're not bashing and Rory. The tour, That's important. And the RNA, I guess, in this sense. We're bashing the networks because they want Rory to be a star, and he is a star. Let's let's not forget that he is the <laughs> premier player right now. We know now. you won last week, but you need to win again this week. Yeah, I mean that's a lot of pressure for the guy. It is, and that's why I think he's such. Well, a, we already said that, and he's such a great come from behind putter. He putted well on Sunday. If he would have putted. If he would have putted this, like he did this Sunday, last year on Sunday, he probably would have won. Yeah. All right, we got to get out. We got to get the out. The conflict right. of interest hurts the players. The fans. It hurts the fans. And it, 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 it hurts the competition. It hurts the course selection. So it hurts everything except, you know, the guys that hit it far and can win, I guess. But I would say it, it just it hurts the whole product. So ultimately, it leads to a bad place. I think that's maybe my main point. Right. And Augusta would be the model. As much as you can copy what they're doing, that's working. And go find yourself better tracks. Make the competition what the, the second star of the show after the golf course. And then thirdly, maybe get some stars. Golf was the greatest game in the world because anybody could play. Anybody could win. You didn't have to be 6'8 and run like a deer. Right? You know what? Next show, we've got to go. Next show, let's do the, the, the golf as a, uh, as a birdie fest versus golf as a... Par, test of par is it possible or likely even that ratings tv audience goes down the more birdies you have because it just looks easier versus how hard it is and at augusta it is hard and people respect that more that play the game because it's like wow you know that hole i could never make a par on that it's you know no way no how and these guys are managing to make par. Is that more compelling? I don't know. Right. Have we had ratings since Stewart played know. Mickelson and they were around par? I don't think so. If you want to take Tiger so. Woods as a dominating player, being able to dominate golf courses, and that was the ratings draw, true, then players being able to take on the golf course and dominate it would be a ratings draw, but the golf course has to be a worthy opponent. Right. Did is, we, that, is that fair? Yeah. Did golf we, course has to be worthy. So opponent. I'd like to hear a couple comments. Did we miss... Did they set those courses up for Tiger where you could bomb it down there and tack it out of the rough? Did we miss that maybe in the early 2000s? I know Ernie Els complained about the tee times. So 
Mm, All right. Maybe. All right. Well, for now, we got to go. Uh, go. B-Team is out. Dr. Darkstar's out. If you're a fan of the show, be sure to subscribe to our new audio podcast, Unfiltered and Off Script. That is where you will get all of our show prep material, wide-ranging conversation on how we come up with these topics, what we choose to zero in on that makes it to the YouTube format, as well as topics that'll never get to YouTube. And there are a lot of those that we like to talk about that'll never make it to YouTube. So uh, look in the description below for the link over to Substack. That's where you can subscribe to the podcast. And thank you again for being a fan.